smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi welcome to why not mint money i'm satya sontanam from mint's personal finance team in this episode let's listen to what nikhil kamath the co-founder of zeroda true beacon and bruhas has to say about his personal finances despite the correction in the indian stock markets lately Nikhil is not comfortable investing in equities even now. He still thinks that markets are expensive. He believes gold will further go up and very bearish on real estate. At Mint every year this time, we try to reach out to a few of the leaders in the financial services space to understand how they manage their personal finances, what changes they have made to their portfolios in the last one year, and their views on various asset classes. For this episode, let's invite Nikhil Kamath. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. I want to start by reading out what you said to us last year, Nikhil. Um, so quote unquote, you said, "I feel like markets are expensive, hence I have a larger allocation towards risk-free assets." Whenever there is a correction or something uh, changes significantly, I would rebalance to have more equity in the portfolio. And uh, yeah. you also said uh, you increase your allocation to gold from two percent to fifteen percent last year. So and bang on, uh, one year from then, uh, markets corrected. Gold has been the best performing uh, in terms of uh, INR. So you want to say anything about that? Uh, no, it feels like gold has further legs to kind of go up. and i continue to remain underweight on equity i think uh, my equity allocation is about 40% now sure uh you hmm. still think uh, valuations are expensive in your market valuations i think so yeah okay okay do you want to say uh, why uh lots of headwinds i would say starting from inflation uh, the biggest of them all being the interest rate cycle where the cost of money is significantly higher than it used to be but sure. uh, for many reasons and not just that alone i feel uh, there is a housing crisis which is on the anvil which might happen sometime soon i feel like real estate is really over uh, stretched as a asset class uh, so for a lot of reasons i feel markets are expensive but i would say at the current juncture to put to light that interest rates are significantly higher is probably prudent understand understand so um can you also talk about you know what changes you made to your portfolio in the last uh, one year because we, t- we talked in april 2022 and now it's april 23 so what changes so i went 40% equity 15% gold remains sure in fact i added a little bit of gold over the last uh month about 40% is fixed income which is pretty much risk free debt and sure. 5% is alternatives equity we talked about uh, could you also mention uh, what proportion of your equity portfolio is to international and your views on uh, because last time you i remember you saying uh, that you are very bullish on right now not much at all internationally you are capped by this lrs limit right you earn by yeah. more than that limit so it would be like a nominal percentage mostly it's indian equity okay cool cool 
Uh, any view, or uh, because last time that's what I mean, uh, you were bullish on China. Uh, any view on that? I think international markets are overpriced as well. I think the US is overpriced. There's plenty of disruption happening, so uh, I would not add allocation at this point. Sure, sure. And coming to fixed income debt part, uh, Nikhil, um, you know, last time you said it's GSEC and. Uh, Tax-free instruments. Same, same. Even now, it's the same. Okay, okay. You know, just want to understand. Uh, have you ever thought of investing in target maturity funds? Uh, you know, debt funds. Uh, any view on that? I mean, even Why if I not them? thought I should have. Now that tax arbitrage there has also gone away, right? So if I it did not make a lot of sense earlier, now it definitely does not make sense. Understand? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, the taxation arbitrage on MLDs was also removed only recently. Any thoughts on uh, MLDs and have you ever considered or have you ever thought of investing in MLDs because that's the very tax efficient instrument? They no longer are, no? They no longer are, but yeah, in the past year, in the last one year, have you ever thought of that? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. So everything from okay. MLDs and debt funds, all of them, I think the use case for them has become irrelevant now. So I'm not even looking at them. Understand, understand. No, just wondering why haven't you thought of because these these are the instruments that are uh, very popular in the uh, HNI segment, right? Uh, so just wondering why they used, they used to be, but uh, I True. prefer holding the uh, the paper to the G six, and I don't like having a fund manager in between. And uh, for many sure. reasons, I kind of did not. But now, though, it makes no sense whatsoever. Got it. Got it. For the benefit of listeners, MLDs, market-linked debentures, are hybrid or the structured products that invest in both fixed income and derivative instruments to generate higher returns compared to plain vanilla debt fixed income products. There was a concessional tax treatment for gains made on market-linked debentures earlier. Those in the high net worth segment found these instruments very, very attractive due to these tax benefits. Now, those tax benefits are no longer available. Income from fixed deposits, debt mutual funds and MLDs are more or less treated the same and are taxed as income from other sources at slab rates. Any view on the real estate uh, and any exposure to that? No, no, barely. Like my parents own a home, but you know, that's pretty much it. But I'm a big bear on real estate, have been for a long time. And I think uh, especially in India, where the Yield on real estate is only about 3% on residential and under 3%. With uh, inflation being where it is and interest rates being where they are, I don't think it makes any sense whatsoever. Sure. And uh, lastly, about the unlisted equity, uh, the private equity and the alternate investments that you hold. We have a couple of funds through which we do this. And each fund has a thesis of its own. We have something called Gruhas, which is a vehicle which does a lot of consumer-focused businesses and prop-tech businesses. But okay. uh, yeah, so each one has a different thesis. So there are a combination of different theses which make up the alternative. Understand. But anything more on that? On you know, what do you look at? What segment or what sector or you know the key metrics that you look at uh, when investing in the unlisted space? 
have you exited anything uh, any of the investments in the unlisted space this has been going on for a long time so there have been exits and stuff but uh, pretty much i think the use case of the business the sector they are in so the quality of the management stuff like that. Sure. Um, I'm also wondering, uh, is there any family office structure uh, to this, uh, Nikhil? Uh, last time when we spoke to Nitin, also he said that you know you are handling the whole uh, you know portfolio, and I'm just wondering, is there any family office structure to this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing is sir. Have you? I don't think. Of- yeah. I think family offices. Are for you know inactive investors. Here, when our job is only to do what a family office does, I don't think we need that distinction. Understand, got it. And uh, in the equity part, uh, you know your allocation to uh, maybe large, mid, and uh, small cap, and has there been any changes to that? No, I continue to like. Buy mid cap and large cap, and stay away from small cap. Sure. Could you also share how your portfolio has performed in the last year? It's reasonable. It has done whatever Nifty has done, plus one or two percent alpha. Then. Okay, the overall portfolio uh, level performance. Correct. Now, this uh, investing in art is also one of the you know increasingly popular segments. Um, so, have you ever considered that? Yeah, no. I think investing in Indian independent art is a great uh, opportunity because it's a very underpenetrated market. Yeah. Buying foreign art, being an Indian citizen, is a bit hard because of customs duty and stuff like that. But uh, I think there there are plenty of opportunities in Indian independent artists. So, have you considered that? Have you considered investing in them for your uh, personal portfolio? No. Not too much, maybe like a little bit here and there, but nothing significant. Okay, okay. And also on a overall portfolio level, uh, Nikhil, is there any strategy to hedge your portfolio? This is a hedge, no? By having sixty percent exposure to fixed income gold alternatives yeah. is a hedge against equity. Okay, okay. Now, just uh, wondering because uh, you know there are these market neutral strategies as well, long shot. So, just wondering uh, your exposure to them. So we run a long shot fund ourselves, right? Yeah. So through that, there is some exposure, but uh, most exposure on the hedging side is things like gold and fixed income, which do well when the markets turn. Understand. Talking about that, uh, could you also mention uh, what is the skin in the game uh, kind of an allocation to your own portfolio, uh, to your own fund? I would say between five to ten percent of the fund, typically. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, what do you think uh, most of the time, uh, Nikhil? Is it wealth preservation or growing wealth? You know, if I if it depends I miss- on the. It depends on the underlying cycle. In today's times, I think wealth preservation is probably more important. Sure, sure. Yeah, you already said that you review your asset allocation um, every month. Last time, of course, you are very active on your uh, portfolio side, so you can say that uh, you review your portfolio every uh, monthly. Yeah, you can say that. Sure, sure. And any any changes on the emergency fund? Uh, last time when we spoke, it's again you know five years of emergency fund. So on that part, you know, this is an arbitrary number. Like uh, mm-hmm. 
to be fair if i were to be practical it probably is more than 5 years but i think 5 years is a good benchmark that anybody should have sure what is well mean to you last time you said it's freedom yeah i think it's the same uh, thing now yeah it's pretty much the same i think it's the freedom and it gives you the opportunity to do stuff that you might not have done without wealth understand and uh, you know we talked a lot about wealth but uh, you know nobody can deny that health is a big wealth and uh, what do you do in terms of uh, your health uh, maybe in a line or two every day i try and go to the gym i try and eat healthy try to get enough sleep but uh, i'm not a fanatic about health you know i think uh those two three things i do but nothing uh, like you know i'm a crazy health free kind of a thing really. sure sure and um, uh, there's no need of insurance at this level uh, right anikal so the, the the life insurance for the health insurance i'm not a fan of insurance i typically never buy insurance for oh, some fan. people it makes sense yeah uh, life insurance i'm not sure but medical insurance and stuff does make sense but i don't have any like large investment in insurance understand and uh, as as i said no when, when we were talking to uh, nathan last time he said that you are managing the portfolio so uh, how often do you discuss or talk about uh, investments um, the change in investments how often does it happen between us yeah and there's no discussion like it's not that kind of thing sure sure okay <laughs> sure yeah, and so I, i think he does not get involved on anything market related uh, we don't really discuss it or anything i understand yeah and uh, yeah last uh, do you want to also talk about uh, the you know philanthropy you know that um, you know you and mr tin are in, involved in Yeah, no, we're doing more every year. The ratio, the percentage is going up, and uh, beyond a certain point, I think neither of our lifestyles has changed drastically or anything. So, uh, I think it will continue to go up. And so, what drives you, and what are you focusing on in that particular segment? There are a bunch of different uh, vehicles. Again, there is one around climate called Green Matter. There is one around. education uh, one or one called yipp which does again in education is doing something right now so different vehicles different things sure sure and also nikhil um, uh, there is this uh, popularity for the uh, investment based residency programs for us uh, portugal etc so have you ever thought about that i think that that's again a lifestyle kind of a thing more than an investment not particularly somehow the big opportunity seems to be india i feel like uh, people should be inward looking and not outward looking right now because we are growing faster than them and our markets have significantly bigger opportunities than the west sure yeah sure. so you haven't considered that no no not at all. yeah and the last few questions uh, were you able to go on a holiday in the past year this is one question we ask every year yeah yeah i did cool. i went to and recently to maldives okay cool yeah and any lifestyle changes during the past year that will become permanent mm, 
trying to sleep more. I haven't achieved it yet, but want to sleep like seven hours a day. Awesome, sure, sure. And uh, last question, uh, Nikhil. It could be a little heavier, but you know, what legacy do you want to leave behind, and you know, what do you want to be known as? I think people who think of legacy, it's a little bit juvenile. I think we're all very transient. Uh, our time on this planet is very transient. We we think we are more important than we are, but in a sense, we are born, we die, and whoever you are, I don't think it matters what happens beyond your lifetime. Sure. Yeah, that's all from my side, Nikhil. Thank you so much for your time. That's all for now in this episode, listeners. If you have any queries or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Satya Sontanam. S A T Y A S O N T A N A M. Or you can also write to us at mintmoney at livemint.com. Bye bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.